2: What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, and a special bonus edition. I'm your host, Jacob. I've got Justin along with me.
1: Lu-Tang is for the children.
2: We have breaking news. Breaking news. Happened about, what, Justin, 20 minutes ago? Yes, sir. The Oklahoma City Thunder have signed Lugens Dort yes. to a multi-year contract. Bum. Ba-da-bum. First reported by Mark Stein of the New York Times and then released by the organization themselves uh, in a uh, first in a media release to official members of the media and then dropped on social media as well. So it is official. Justin Lugens Short is not a two-way player anymore. Yes. He is now full-time NBA contract. Uh, the thing we don't know, though, is years
1: and dollar amount. I think typically, you know, for for a two-way guy getting converted, you probably don't expect that to be a very large contract. But with Lou, he is not the typical two-way player. I think we have seen that. And so I would expect his contract to be higher than, say, what Deontay Burton got last year.
2: I I think so as well. I think that Deontay Burton deal is probably the floor, which was what um, a minimum deal... And then it went on for like two years with the team option on the third or something like that. I think that's what Deontay signed. That sounds right. So I think that Lou's contract would be more in the ballpark of a late first rounder, probably worth about $1 million uh, for his first year, bumping up a little bit his second year. And then I would still assume they'd have the team option on the third year. Um, but, but I think this contract is going to look more like Darius Bazley's contract than it will somebody, uh, excuse me, like Deontay Burton.
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think he has earned it. I think this is what we've been waiting for, what we've been expecting to happen. Uh, I just, I would have been shocked, you know, although Dort could have played in Orlando as a two-way player, I would have been shocked if the Thunder would have been willing to, let him go into restricted free agency given his performance on the court. Definitely.
2: And, you know, getting him locked up now, even though the cap looks a little shaky this summer, there's not a great free agent class. Not a lot of teams had a lot of money to begin with. You still don't want a guy like him going into free agency and somebody throwing a little bit too much money at him to where you can't keep him. So shout out to Lou Dort. Full-time NBA contract. Justin and, and, you know, all things considered, this makes a lot of sense. I mean, Lou has been great for the Thunder. He's played his role perfectly. He was not, like talent-wise, did not need to go undrafted, right? Yeah. He should have been. I, I don't know if how many people have done 2019 first-round um, redrafts, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lou is is a first round redraft kind of guy going 24 25 26 right around that
1: basely range Um, it wouldn't surprise me yeah absolutely and i think the more that we looked back at dort the more we saw oh he did actually show up on some people's boards especially early on uh, in the college season uh, those early predictions he was there Uh, He dropped out and kind of fell off the radar a little bit and the Thunder got an absolute steal, which I think we've seen with his performance in Oklahoma City starting all but eight games that he's played with the Thunder. The Thunder 16 and five in games that he started. And the, the list of people that he has been matched up against on the defensive end and has really kind of shut down, um, is staggering. I mean, we, we jokingly made the, uh, what was that? The Pokemon card graphic before, but like Luka Doncic, Trey Young, James Harden, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Damian Lillard, the list goes on and on for this guy of players that He has used his athleticism and his size and his wingspan to really just kind of shut down. Uh, The first thing that popped into my head after the signing was, do you remember when James Harden came back out after his abysmal performance against the Thunder and uh, was shooting on the floor like after the game? Oh, yeah. Like (laughs) Lou had that man uh in his feelings and <laughs> he he put uh James Harden in the bad place and I think he is going to continue to do that and hopefully we get to see some more of that in Orlando.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. He gets to practice with the team now, Justin. That is a huge development, especially thinking about Orlando. That's uh, that's probably one of the big things with this is like getting him into the training camp uh that they're right. about to start, you know Players reported back this week. Yesterday, they—I uh, assume the Thunder players as well—did all their COVID tests yesterday, yep. um, and, and they're about to be able to start doing more stuff on the floor in preparation for Orlando. And you know, so Lou now gets to participate in those things, gets to be involved in practice. I'm—it's interesting to me because a lot of the players that we have seen pictures of during quarantine look a little bit different. Shea looks like he's bulked up a little bit. Bays looks like he's bulked up a lot. Gallo looks super skinny. Man. Uh, guy, guys like Jokic look skinny. I wonder what Lou's going to look like. Do you remember the transformation that <laughs> Deontay Burton
1: had? Yeah, Absolutely. It'll be fascinating, but I'll tell you nothing gets Thunder Twitter uh, more irrationally fired up than a good sweaty workout pick. Oh yeah, in the off season or what would in the what? What quarantine. do you prefer?
2: Do you prefer to see a pick of Lou like this coming week, and he's like super slimmed up, or do you want to see a pick of Lou where he's just like Terry Crews style Jack? <laughs>
1: uh, between the two, I'm wholeheartedly choosing Terry Crews. Yes, uh, I I want to see him uh guarding James Harden on the wing just looking like the hulk uh and and shutting him down that I'm um, wholeheartedly signed me up for that.
2: I want him looking like current day Mike Bibby. Um you've seen those pictures of Mike yes. Bibby, right? Right. Where
1: he <laughs> he looks like a bad Grand Theft Auto character.
2: <laughs> or some like prime Corey McGetty when he was just freaking
1: yoked. But on the other side, he does have really long arms and if he got super skinny like those things kind of be flying around like noodles. Like he's going to look like stretch Armstrong. I, I would also be on board for that.
2: Yeah. I'm a, uh, I am i do not know. I, I think I prefer him to, to be even like maybe more trimmed and cut, but I don't know. It's regardless. It's exciting. He's going to be a part of practice. It's exciting. Yep. He's going to be part of this team moving forward, a multi-year deal. So we're going to assume that's probably that standard three year deal that, that, um, yeah. Free agent, like non, my Roomba's trying to come in here right now. So if you guys hear that, I apologize. <laughs> um, he's
1: trying. Roomba loves Lou Dort too. Yeah.
2: So, but, you know, so I'm assuming it's going to be like that three-year type of deal. Yeah. Which is awesome. That puts him on the same time frame as Shea Gilch's Alexander. Yep. It puts him on that same trajectory as as Darius Basley, And those are the three young guys that I think the Thunder are really – going to build around moving forward. Now, not to say, I I don't think Lou's ever going to sniff an all-star game in his career. Sure. Right? Um, I, I think it's up for debate if Lou is going to be um, a long-time starter in his career. He might be a bench kind of guy. But yep. to get a guy like that without having to utilize a draft pick, to get a 20-year-old, without yep. having to utilize a draft pick to do it on a free agent deal— Um, Just masterful work by the Thunder front office.
1: You know, we did a number of those redrafts and looking back at past drafts, you know, obviously second round guys are kind of like a coin flip, but we even see that first round guys and sometimes even lottery guys are a coin flip. So getting somebody like this undrafted, like you mentioned, it's huge. It's massive uh, for the Thunder organization and continuing to build out that young core my mind immediately goes to, at least right now, through the end of this season and looking ahead to next season, whenever next season actually starts, is thinking about Terrence Ferguson and uh, the guy that I'm not convinced still exists, Andre Robertson. I feel like uh, I am kind of just waiting for the tweet that says Andre Robertson is sitting out from Orlando. I, it feels inevitable to me. I will happily be proven wrong. But I feel like this Lou Dort signing, I mean, kind of cements it that I'm not sure that even if Robertson is in Orlando, that there's going to be much for him to do in terms of playing time.
2: That's fascinating. That that is very interesting because like you mentioned, Lou has been the guy that's guarded all the superstars. Yeah. Right. Every time there is a smaller wing or a guard, Lou's the guy that guards them. And, you know, that was Robertson's job before he got hurt. So will that change Right. Now that, that Lou is on this team full time. How does this affect maybe Robertson getting a, a new contract with the Thunder in the offseason? You know? Uh, what does this mean for guys like Deontay Burton, like mm-hmm. uh, a Hamadou Diallo or a Terrence Ferguson? There's a lot of interesting little small ripple effects that could come into play here that's gonna be fascinating to watch as we move forward.
1: Also, this cements the Thunder as the official uh NBA team of Canada. Sorry Toronto, you've been ousted. Yeah. Uh with SGA and Lou Dort locking things down, uh, we've got we got a lot of Canadian pride going on, eh? Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> um I saw a whole bunch of uh Canadian folks like skeets from yeah, the No Dunks podcast. Too. A lot of folks are uh, are very happy that uh Team Canada
1: is being well represented. So Pretty exciting. Um, Another interesting implication of this, I I saw that uh, I think it was Bobby Marks followed up by saying that now the Thunder can sign a substitute two-way player because they converted Lou to a full-time contract. Do you think they go after anybody? Do you think there's anybody that they look to fill that spot with? um, Interestingly
2: enough, I think there's a possibility. I think they would like to have another two-way guy on the roster. Right. Um, I I don't see why they wouldn't. And one name that I saw mentioned on Twitter the other day, Mm -hmm. uh, one name of a guy that I've watched play a lot of basketball this year and was even in training camp with the Thunder back in the fall, uh, Devon Akun Purcell, Mm, who is, um, I forget where he played his college ball at, but he has been playing for the OKC Blue all season long he's been really good for the blue one of their best players i it would not shock me to hear that the thunder sign a con uh devon akun purcell to a two-way deal like that that wouldn't be shocking to me Um, i don't know what other candidates are even out there for a two-way
1: spot yeah um but if devon got it i i wouldn't be surprised Devon uh, played for Eastern Oklahoma State and Illinois State. In, clay, in case you were wondering, there you go. Uh, he's also, he's a he's a guard slash wing. He can handle the yeah. ball. He can
2: run some pick and roll. He's he's got a really nice looking stroke. He can shoot the ball really well. Like I said, I watched him a ton covering the blue right. this year, and he's he's a solid player. Right, he's was consistently whenever he was on the court in a G League game, consistently one of the better players on the court. You know, he was always in the top half of, of quality yeah. of players that were out there playing. I mean, um, he,
1: he scored over 30 points a handful of times with the blue.
2: Yes. And he's now, with that being said, the ca- caveat is, I mean, I went to a lot of blue games <laughs> where the final score was 140 to 150. Sure. Right? So right. so somebody's scoring points, <laughs> yeah, right? right? <laughs> um, and, and for reference, Lou Dort was by by far hands down like the best player that I watched play for the Oklahoma city blue this year. Yeah, um, absolutely. Just, just he, he was better than anybody else I saw. Um, maybe with the exception of Markel Brown, watching Markel Brown play was, mm. was pretty fun, but so I wouldn't be surprised to see them run, make a run for, um uh, Akum Purcell. Uh, I think they can still also cut players so they could sign, still a free agent, and then cut somebody like a Deontay Burton. Yeah. Uh, Deontay is really the only guy on the roster that I could see them uh, getting rid of. Though Now, Isaiah Roby is actually on the roster. He's not a two-way guy. Is that oh, that's correct? A good point. Yeah, right. That's, that's so, correct. So um, Isaiah Roby is also a, a, another candidate. Um, you know, we we saw those rumors of, uh, I think, someone from the Athletics said the Thunder might be interested in Gerald Green. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shumpert on, on Instagram said that he's right. Thunder reached out. He would be interested.
1: I love Instagram NBA rumors. They're my so, favorite.
2: So th- there's a handful of possibilities there. Um, but, but that's where I'm going to plant my flag at is Devona Kumpur I
1: like it. I, I, I'll buy that. I think it's interesting. Um, you know, like you said earlier, just thinking about being a two way player in Orlando, like, do they get to work out anywhere? Like, <sighs> Is does it's, that work since they can't practice with the team? And I'm assuming all the facilities that the teams have access to are going to be pretty regulated. Uh, be fascinating yeah, and, and, to and, see and, what they have. Yeah,
2: it's weird, you know, because if you sign them to do a two-way deal. Now, the NBA said that the two-way guys this year would be able to come to Orlando and be able to play in the playoffs. So right. maybe they're just, even though they're two-way guys, they're just going to treat them like regular roster guys. Yeah. I'm not sure the exact intricacies of all that, uh, but it's fascinating.
1: Absolutely. Uh, what a time to be alive.
2: Oh, yeah. Good old Lu Tang. The Lu Tang clan, baby. <laughs> this is the so, most
1: exciting uh, tweet notification I've had in a while.
2: Oh, yeah. This is the, the biggest thunder news that's dropped in, in quite some time. And, again, well-deserved. I'm excited to see what Lou can do, how he grows, how he gets better. Uh, I assume he's stayed
1: in Oklahoma City. I'm not That's a good sure. Good question. I'm not sure either.
2: I don't know if he went back up to Canada or not um, during quarantine, but it's a uh, it's well-deserved awesome news. We're super excited about it, and I'm excited to get to watch this kid grow. We've talked about comps for Lou, right? We we mentioned the Marcus yeah. Smarts and yeah. and players like that. Um, as far as growth and development, he kind of reminds me of a little bit of an Andre Robertson as well, just with a stroke. And so it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, we saw Andre come in, not really get any minutes, his starting year or his first year in the Uh league, and then slowly build it up and become an all defensive candidate, all defensive player, uh, all defensive team candidate. So I'm just, I'm anxious to watch the growth of Lou as we move forward, uh, and, and see really what he can become.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's the thing that I have to remind myself is you know he was so much fun and so good and honestly one of the high points of the last few months of the season getting to see him really kind of affect games and then reminding myself that he did all of that without practicing with the team like you mentioned he can practice with the team now it's wild like. Imagine what's going to happen to this kid once he can actually uh, get time in practice with his teammates, learn some more of the ins and outs of what's going on in the schematics. Obviously, he did a great job overcoming some of those things, but you got to think that one, practicing with the team, getting that intel, and two, continuing to have more time to develop, continuing to get used to the pace of the NBA game. Uh, If he can keep the intensity up and kind of his natural attributes that he brings to the table and continue to build on that with experience and refinement, he could be kind of scary as a a lockdown perimeter defender.
2: Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And I'm I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to watch it unfold and see what happens.
1: Good stuff.
2: All right, Justin. Well, since this is the emergency one, we'll go ahead and cap it off. Unless you have any other thoughts before I bump some outro music.
1: Uh, can we bump Wu Tang Clan on the way out, <laughs> or are we gonna get sued for that?
2: Uh, we might get a cease and desist. I don't know, okay. but just uh, hum
1: it in your heads, guys. Yeah, there we go.
2: Wu Tang Clan. Ain't what fuck with. <laughs> awesome. Well, yes. hey,
1: real quick podcast
2: for you guys. We just want to get on here and you know talk about Lou for just a few minutes. We also dropped episode three of Under the Bubble today, so make sure you go download and listen to that. Getting you all caught up before we get down to Orlando. This week's episode, Milwaukee, Boston, and Toronto. Some great interviews with some awesome guys, including Yahoo Sports' own Keith Smith, the architect of the bubble himself. right. (laughs) So go check it out. I hope you guys enjoyed this. We will talk to you soon. Uh, I think we're dropping another episode Friday morning, so we'll talk to you then. Lutang Clan, baby. Thunder up.
0: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history.